Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. If you ask me how I'm feeling, I broke to pieces. Our special guest is an Italian-Australian who has experienced mystery illness, miscarriage, a struggle to have a baby through IVF, a lot of valleys and a lot of highs in her career and the most recent and for the last seven years was being sick of her own voice, being bored. Roma Waterman. Roma, a friend of mine, Dale Bray from Sparrow Records Australia, came up to me on the Gold Coast with a cassette in around <laughs> 19, 1990 it was, and he comes up to me and goes, have a listen to this, we're going to sign her, she sounds fantastic. And of course it was your... It was your uh, Cassette Roma Waterman. I can't believe you're starting the interview with that story. Isn't That's it a... very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the best thing about that is that that, that particular person, Dalbray, is still a very good friend of mine. So I didn't burn any bridges with my music, thanks the Lord. <laughs> and so uh, for you, it must have been a most amazing time. Oh, it was incredible, you know, because having people believe in you, and Dale was one of the guys that really catapulted me into an international ministry. He believed yeah. in me so much. He was putting me on um, as support acts for people like the Newsboys and DC Talk, Jazz of Clay. So I got to travel all over Australia with these bands and then that led me to America and I did some stuff over there. And Ice cream has been a big favourite for a long time, but apparently you get mixed reviews about that. <laughs> well, even I'm sick of that song. Really? Um, I think... I think Ice Cream, that song Ice Cream, to me, is what Piano Man is to Billy Joel. Well, I've always <laughs> wondered about artists who've got to sing the same songs in the concerts over the years and when yeah. do they get bored with it or do they? how do they keep it new? It was, it's hard because that song, I mean, look, I'm, I'm grateful for what that song's done and how it's impacted people, but it was such a shock because that album, Fearless Courage, where the song comes from, it was an EP that I did on my own without a distributor just because I wanted to try something different. And then I think four weeks after the album had come out, I was getting calls from radio stations all over the country saying we've started playing more than ice cream. What um, brought it about? Yes, well, you know, I started thinking, I'm Italian, right? Now, Italians are known for being great exaggerators. And I had this habit of saying, you know, oh, I love chocolate or I love that car or I love that dress. But then when it came to saying that I loved the people around me, I found it really difficult. And I realised that I was actually mixing up what the word meant. Because of that, it actually came about that my husband started saying to me, I love you more than ice cream, more than Homer Hudson ice cream, because that was our favourite ice cream when we first got married. And so this was this little saying that we used to say amongst each other. And one day I was sitting at the piano and I started to think about how, what the lesson was that I learnt, and that is, you know, really understanding the meaning of the word love. I want to see your face so I can read between your words. They say you don't love me, but does that mean that you're just hurt? Cause I say I love raining, a salty summer breeze. I say
sea cold You're pushing me away When all you want is me to hold Well, I say I hate freezing And getting out of bed I say I hate alarm clocks Put out is all I made And it's so hard to say I love you There must be I mix my words till meaning has no meaning So I love you more than ice cream I love you more than roses I love you more than ice cream I love you more than roses Roma has Kate Bush been a an artist that you've listened to a lot because there's just a similarity. Just... Um, no, look, I didn't know who she was until I started getting lots of comparisons. Um, and so once I started getting the comparisons, I went and bought a few of her records and loved, loved her music. I wanted to do a rewind on Roma um, with this interview. I mean, that was a special time for you, um, but at one stage you thought your career was going to end. Yes, that's right. It's... Look, I'm still amazed that I'm still here, Chris. <laughs> because, like you said, just before um, that song Ice Cream came out and the album Fearless Courage came out, I was diagnosed with a mystery illness and I was told I'd probably never sing again. Um, and I, for four years I actually didn't do anything and really thought that I wouldn't ever sing or do anything. I'm just amazed at how God gave me a second chance. It's very humbling and I feel like second time around it's been a lot easier and a lot better uh, in terms of rest. That's the only way I know how to explain it. I almost feel like I was trying really hard to be something. You know, I was trying to work out who I was and I was also trying to do everything I could to please God and make him proud of me. And, you know, we can have this mentality, if I do lots of stuff, then I'm really going to be blessing God. And, and actually, God loved me just as much when I was doing nothing. Yeah. Roman, what do you think when you look around the music industry today at what's been going on for decades in the drugs, the alcohol, the crazy behaviour, the end of legends like, you know, Michael Whitney? I say, look, it just makes me sad. I feel sad that people don't know the truth because that at the end of the day, if you know the truth, if you know that God really loves you, you're not going to go down that path. And, you know, I even think a lot of Christians don't know that. We don't have a revelation of that. We've heard of it a lot in our heads, but you know, I've got lots of Christian friends who aren't happy or they've strayed from their faith or they've OD'd, you know, and um, it's because we don't have a revelation of God's love and acceptance for us. I saw a concert with uh, Whitney Houston on stage in South America and she got up on stage and she said that she gave her life to Jesus and he saved her. And isn't it sad that even with that revelation that she had? Yeah. Look, I tell you what, it's not easy in that business. You're around you're around it all the time. The norm is drugs. So if that's you, you know you know how people say you become what you gaze upon. I think that's a famous saying. And it's very true. If you're around something all the time, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how strong your faith is, if you're not being influenced by God and his presence on a daily basis, it's very, very hard not to be influenced by drugs, alcohol and 
and the lifestyle of the music scene, you know. Roma, you've got a, you went through a different sort of a pain uh, at a different stage. You actually said you got bored with your sound. <laughs> That's very true. I got sick of the sound of my own voice. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, this is my 20th year. No Ordinary Life was recorded seven years ago. And, you know, it's kind of um, industry suicide to wait that long to record a new album. But I was so sick of my sound. Uh, little did I know that in those seven years I would come against uh, a whole bunch of other struggles. Um, some people may know I've I've just had a, a new baby. He's, he's nine months old now. But we were trying for five years for another baby and I was told that I had a with fertility treatment, I had a 1% chance of having a child. And, you know, in between I had miscarriages and had to have a couple of operations. It was, it was a real desert season of my life. And I, it's funny, you know, I didn't expect that to change my sound, but it did. And then, of course, the outrageous sound of childbirth. I'm sure that was a bit of a scream too. <laughs> Well, we won't talk about that on air. <laughs> hey, listen, do you um, feel that you've found your new sound with the CD, Release the Sound? That, you know, Chris, that's a great question because one of the lessons that I learnt during that season is the new sound has nothing to do with music. It has everything to do with revelation. So if you have a revelation of an attribute of God or something in your world and you're writing songs out of that, then you will find the new sound. Do you think you've found the new sound that you really wanted? I do, definitely. My prayer to the Lord was just, I have done the absolute best that I can with this. And yeah. it was such a wonderful feeling to complete a project knowing I'd given my all. So you're not bored anymore? I'm not bored anymore. Excellent. Which song <laughs> on the CD then would you encourage people to listen to first? Gee, I'd say the song that is the most intimate or the one that's the most close to my heart is a song called Footsteps of My Father. And the reason why is because it was actually written out of a, spont a spontaneous moment of worship on the platform. And as I was leading worship one Sunday at a, at a church, I felt like I saw an image of Jesus walking through the room and putting his hand on people's shoulders and, and bringing healing to people as they were worshipping him. And so I started to sing out, I can hear the footsteps of my father walking through the hallways of my heart. I can hear the footsteps of my father. I can hear the footsteps of my God. I can hear the footsteps of
footsteps of my father. Her new CD, Release the Sound, 